everybody welcome back to another episode of simply a professional i'm your host webby joining me tonight we got devin everybody i'm devin i'm here webby i'm not gonna lie i don't know if it's on your end too but you cut out in the opening for me probably a little bit i mean am i still cutting out on and off a little bit oh i don't i don't you're know through, you're coming through kind of choppy you're fine now it's, it seems like okay well, if it, if it continues, I apologize. I've been having issues with Discord. Okay, let's let yeah, me start I, by I hop, saying I hopped back in here last. Like I came back in this morning because I was like gonna. I didn't turn my computer off last night when I fell asleep and I saw you and Rob talking, and you were very. You seemed very frustrated with Discord. Oh, well, I was okay. Like, so Webby. the other night, I don't even know which night it was, but the other night, I was talking to Rob. We were just in Discord. I guess I had just missed you. You had left literally seconds before I hopped in. Oh, damn. Uh, and I hopped in, and we were you know, we were just sitting, we were chatting, and then all of a sudden, I couldn't hear nothing. And then, like, I heard a disconnect noise, and then a reconnect noise, so I thought maybe that was Rob, so I checked my Discord. And down at the bottom where it says, like, right it now it says connected. voice connected. It said connected. Mine, Connecting. mine just said connecting. Yeah, that happens to me occasionally. It's an issue, I think, with their server and, like, just internet issues in general. Oh. But I think it's mainly their server. Well, um, I had looked it up, and I did everything. I restarted my computer. I changed the server location of the room we were in. I tried other Discord servers. I tried restarting my modem and my router. I literally... Uninstalled Discord and reinstalled Discord. Nothing was yeah, fixing. Every time it. that's happened, every time that's happened, it's always just been something like they did. <sighs> yep. it, it, it was. It's always been a Discord problem. It's and never it just been literally, it just once I was done, I was just like, "Fine, fuck it, I'm going to bed." It just all of a sudden, hey, you're connected now. It's like you whore. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I've been frustrated with Discord for for. Like the last couple of days or whatever. Like, Discord has been really getting on my nerves recently. Um, uh, over, collectively, it's been getting on my nerves recently. Like, I found like an interesting glitch when I was trying to stream to Donnie the other day, where randomly just started happening for no reason. No. Um, where I would start streaming something, and if I don't, if I don't stream the game, whatever I'm running, if I don't stream it in, like, launch the game in, um. In admin mode, when I start streaming in Discord, it will crash the game. Okay. I'm yeah. like, I'm like, all right. I've looked up all the problems for it. Everybody's like, yeah, no, it's just like it's like a known thing that's happened. And this, these are like a year and a half old responses, by the way. It's like a known thing that's happened. You just have to run the game in admin mode, and then uh, that should fix your problem. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, but, but, but. It's been a year. Well, th that shouldn't be a thing. 
Yeah, with all the... I figured, because I had literally just updated Discord, I figured it was maybe just like a bad update, but then I couldn't revert back to an older version of it, and I was just like... I was just like, well, I don't know, I guess I'm just fucked. Uh, Alright, so Devin. This is the second... Technically the second SU of the new year. It is. Yeah. We're already off to a great start because Kurt messaged me today and I went and I looked and apparently the link to the Podbean for the episode last week on the Facebook page is just an error message. Normally it pops up with like the SU logo and the title of the episode mm-hmm. and stuff. It's just an error message. Now, for those listeners who do go to our Facebook page and whatnot, if you click on the error message for that for last week's podcast, it does still bring you to the Podbean for that episode. So the link still technically works. It's just an error message with the display for whatever reason on Facebook. So uh, with that being said, if it continues, I'll have to look into why it's happening and so on and so forth. But with this being the second episode, uh, it's technically it's I want to I I think it's episode 199. We're almost at that 200 episode mark of of technically SU episodes. So we're going to have to do something special for next week, I think. Uh, as far okay. as this week, there are just a couple small things that I'd like to talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know how long we're going to be able to talk about them. I'm sure we can talk about stuff for a while. It's me and you. We can do um, stuff. We otherwise, otherwise, we can literally just shoot the shit. I don't care. So the first thing I want to talk about, I find, and, I, and I, I kind of, me from issue. and I kind of, te- I fell, I, I got drowsy eyed through part of the episode, but I watched the first episode of Alice in Borderland for you. I literally okay. just finished it. It just okay. ended, and then I hopped right on here. Okay, okay, um, okay. I will say I am not a fan of the, you know, the the Godzilla style mouth movements of like when they're when the, yeah. when they dub over in English like and the lips don't movement. line up. Yeah, I I understand why, because like so in order to actually like make like lip sync work with dubbing, it one of two things has to happen. They either have to change the script that use similar words to match what we're saying slightly, like so like find words that have like similar meanings or like a phrase that would effectively mean the same thing but change the words, or it literally is they're editing the shot itself to. Do that. So I mean, I Which, get why they do it. It's just it's way cheaper. Yeah, it's it's fine. Um, it, it's fine. Like, like once you're, once, once, I think once you're in it, like it's not it, it's not as jarring once you're in it. But I, it always takes me like a, like it always takes me like an episode or so. Like if I like like when I binge watched like the first three or four episodes of it, I was like the first episode I was like ah. After that it was a while. I was like. I was like I was fine with it. I can't talk apparently. I was fine with it. But then when I stopped for a couple of days, I came back and watched. Rewatched the second through third episode. It took me like that first episode again. I was just like, ah, uh, and then I was like, oh yeah, no, it's fine. Like it just took me like an episode to get used to it. Right. And then after that, like I'm fine with it. It's not a big deal. So but did you have the same kind of feeling I did? Where like the first episode kind of like it. It is a slower episode. Um, I, I will. Okay. It, yeah. 
I mean, that's probably why I slower? decided to fall asleep through part of it. Right. It's slower, <laughs> and but like, I guess the premise of it it make you want to watch like another episode because that's kind of what happened uh, to me. Like the first episode, I was like, okay, the premise seems kind of interesting. Like, I'll give this another shot. And I feel the second episode picks up in terms of like the pacing, and okay. then the third episode, I feel like it just like drew me in completely because of the situation they're in. And it got me thinking like, well, what would I do in that situation? And like, and, oh man, like that's like, it's, it's like sad, but it's also like, okay. Like it, it, it yeah. Let me but. tell you this. Uh, normally, especially when, it, when they, bec- when they come, um, recommended by friends, <clears throat> I generally give a show three episodes. Uh, I will end up giving this show the three episodes to get me hooked. Otherwise, if I'm not interested in the show by the by the end of the third episode, I'm not going to finish watching the show. Uh, I the will first say, episode um, was a little on the slow side, which is probably why mm-hmm. I, like I I did that thing where I'm like leaning on my couch and I have my arm like my my fist on the side of my head. Just I'm not leaning. gonna lie to you, it took it took me two watches to watch the first episode. The first time I was watching it, like I put it on, I'm like, okay, I'll watch this and I'll, like you know. And well, watch I do. It. I have a but lot of questions. Found, that I'm hoping gets I answered. found my I found myself doing other stuff during it because it was slow, oh. but then I missed things and I was like, fuck. Not so like, I wound up watching it again the other, like, not the other day, but I wound up watching it again like a day later. I rewatched the first episode, like, it made, like, sat down and focused, and I was like, all right, I got See, it. See, I did like, that thing after where that, it up. I leaned on my fist and then I just, like, I blinked, but my eyes didn't open again. But then, like, my head, like, bobbing down and, like, falling off my fist woke me up. It, like, jarred me awake. Uh... And then I, I shifted positions. So, like, I, I will say this, and maybe you can fill in a little bit of a gap for me. I watched until, you know, the beginning part where, I don't know. First off, the weird Rubik's Cube game on the guy's phone looks kind of cool. Uh, now, it started off <laughs> like, yeah, I don't, everybody's just having a real shit day all of a sudden. And like you said, they're in like that Times Square of Tokyo thing. I think it's I think it, is, it, is it Shinjuku? It's like, it it's like, like Shinobi it. Plaza. No, I think it's like I think it's literally downtown Shinjuku. Let me see. I think it's downtown Shinjuku in Tokyo. Like I think the uh, W type in Shinjuku crosswalk. See, yeah, it it's literally it's literally the no the it's Shibuya Crossing. That's what it is. Shibuya. It's Shibuya Crossing. Yeah. It's Shibuya Crossing in in Shinjuku, but it, it's Shibuya Crossing. They're literally in Shibuya Crossing. Yeah. So they're sitting here talking, and they're up against the wall. They all met. One guy just left home. One guy's ditching work, and one guy literally just got fired. What? So when he like like the main guy is the one that left home, but it's like he left home, but it's also like implied that he got kicked out. Like he's like, yeah, I left, but I I, I don't know if he's welcome back. <laughs> right. Um. And then they start goofing off, and then they cause like a car accident, so they run into like a bathroom to hide from some of the cops that are coming out. 
in various places. And they locked themselves like in a stall. The train station. They're trying to run to the train station, like run to the station part of the train, and they'll hop on a train. But then, like, five cops start coming from that way. They're like, oh, shit. Go yeah, the other so, way. so they run into the bathroom, and then they, they all hop into one stall and lock the door. And then the one friend fucking talks about somebody farted. And then you hear some knocking, and then the lights go out, and then it's just complete silence. They come out of the bathroom. Fucking nobody's anywhere. It's like post-apocalyptic world. Like we're just—it's one of the—it's literally that that thing where you wake up in the morning and just nobody's alive anymore. Like there's not dead bodies everywhere, but it's just vacant. It just but it just like at some point during the night, everybody. Um, like kind of like the Lingaliers. Like so, they woke up from yeah. their trip and everybody was God, gone. That fucking movie. Uh, <laughs> so I watched, and then they started exploring some various places. The one business guy, Shosey, something. I don't know. Um, I don't remember his name. Yeah, I think that's right. He was the one who was just skipping work. He went to his business place, and. That's when I kind of started drifting out. Uh, I got startled awake. They they picked up two chicks somehow. I don't remember where they picked up the chicks at all. Oh, so they so they're so they're sitting in the middle. Like they all go and like branch out and check their various places of work. Like I think the main character goes back home. Um, he's there. The other guy goes back to his bar that he worked at that he just got fired from. Yeah, everybody's gone there, and then the other guy goes back to his job. And they all come back and meet and meet in the fucking middle of the street and just sit out in the middle of the street and like they're thinking about what's going on and then you see nighttime come and they're still sitting there and then uh, that's when like the giant I don't know if you, I don't know if you were awake for that part but the, the, the like the giant screen that's right there yep in um vaguely like, I remember that yeah it like shines white or red I can't remember and it points them like hey you know the game's starting and it points them in an arrow and they see like this light off in the distance and they go there they follow they follow that to where the game is. And they walk in, and that's where they meet the two girls. Like the one girl comes in, and she's explaining, like, you know, this is a game; you have to play it. You know, once you once you pass like the threshold, you're you're registered. You have to stay in, otherwise, you know, otherwise you, you know, it'll kill you. She like tosses the like the uh she, she tosses the uh, one guy's um like uh, his uh, ID badge through like like when I brought up like the uh, Resident Evil thing, like it's like a invisible like net. Like she tosses it through that. And as soon as it passed through that, fucking a gun shoots and fucking blows a hole in that. She's like, see, you can't leave once you're in. Right. And then that's when the young schoolgirl shows up and starts like, like, oh, I found somebody. I'm so happy. And they're like waving their hands like, no, 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 don't come over. Don't come over here. And then she walks through and they're like, well, fuck, you're part of this now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's, that's pretty much where I woke up. They all got on an elevator together and then they got off an elevator into a room which had two doors, alive and dead. The alive one had, like, the anime angel-looking girl. And then the dead one had, like, a skeleton leaning over. And their phones told them, okay, you have two minutes to solve, you know, to escape this room. And then it just started counting down. And then once it got closer to the end of the end of the countdown, gas started coming up through the floor. And so the schoolgirl just ran through the alive door because they couldn't figure out which door to go through. Yeah, so, so they she had just so they had you know through the alive door and got yeah, laser choking the skull. Out. Yeah, she got shot through the skull. She died, and then they're like, "Well." 
so they yeah, figured, they were, like, okay, go it. through the dead door then. Uh, yeah. And then they plowed through the dead door, and then they went into the next room, which, again, gave you a list Well, and then the room caught on fire, so then they called it... They, well, then the room, the room, didn't, fire, ca- the room they didn't catch on fire until after they went through the door. Right, 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 I was saying, but they saw in the first room, like, it caught on fire, so they saw, like, they had to move, like, if they no. didn't make a choice. Well, that was that after they left the first room. They didn't see well, what happened in the first yeah. room. No, they, they didn't see the school room. I mean, like, after they left the first room, because yeah. before they were just, uh, yeah, I just, just hadn't gotten to that part yet. Oh, you're good. You're I good. just haven't gotten to there yet. I was trying to explain. I was all proud. I watched this show. I'm proud of you. Anyway, yeah, so fucking flamethrowers come up through the floors. And the whole room bursts into flames. They had to shut the door just in time. And then the next, the next room, they had a minute 50. So they're losing time each subsequent room that they're going through. And so now they're arguing, well, we don't know which door to open. You know, the the one girl who's with them is telling them, well, it has to be the alive door. And she doesn't want to open it. And regardless, they keep, they go through the next room. They kind of literally stumble their ass through this next room. They make it into the, you know, into the next room safely, all four of them, because there's the three dudes and then the girl. Uh, the f- same thing, fire erupts from the room. In this next room, the guy at the bar, or the guy from the bar, tells his friend, who's essentially, I guess, the main character, um, you know, that he's the gamer, he needs to figure this out, this, that, and the other thing. So he starts mapping it out. He figures out how big the building is. He's like some sort of, like, geometry nerd. Um, he has all these books in his room back when he was at home about geometry and this, that, and the other thing. He's a really good at puzzles. Yeah. Puzzles and geometry and, uh, and So he maps out, and then he starts saying, okay, well, we gotta go through this door. And then he just plows through the next door, and they're safe, so they all run in. Uh, and then they get to the final room where there should be a door in front of them, but there's not. There's one to the left and one to the right. Now, the one to the right, he figures, leads back to the room where the schoolgirl got killed. But the one to the left should technically go outside, which is why most people would choose that. But he didn't see any space between the two buildings. The two buildings were side by side. Um, so then he figures that the one to the right probably leads to a smaller hallway one instead so they run through that just in the nick of time. The nerdy guy who skipped work, the office dude, ends up getting his leg burnt. And they hobble outside. And the girl sees a table with a three of clubs, I think it was. Um, she picks up the playing card. And they all get a message on their phone saying that they have a three-day visa in this world. Or in this game. And essentially they're going to have to renew their visa once their three days are up or something. But then there's a dude at the end of the alley who's like, hey, man, no matter how much you clear, you're never going to get out of here. I quit. I don't want to play this game anymore. And then a red laser just kills him from the sky. And then it cuts to some girl on a rooftop overlooking the city. And there's just red lasers coming down all over the city and just pulsating. And then the show ends. So I don't know. It It's one of those endings where it's like, 
All right. I think I'm just interested enough to see the next episode. But if the next episode is anything like the first one, I'm really going to be hard-pressed for that third one. And it's just going to put me in kind of a bad mood going into the third one. Because, like, I the really first think episode, they did well. The first episode, I don't think, was that interesting. And like you said, it was slow. I think the pacing was a little off. It felt yeah. a little rushed at the beginning and then slowed at the end. Um... But they, I, I think they're going to have to work on the second and third episodes to get the hooks in me as far as, you know, it has a lot of negative things in the, in the, in the, in the minus column as far as I'm concerned. Over so the, the second top. episode, I definitely think solves the pacing problem a little bit because it's mostly, it's mostly like an action episode, um, but it's, you know, you get some character development in that. Because, um, like, though the premise, I'll just say the premise of the second episode, but the premise of the second episode is um, even though they have the visas, because I don't know if they explained you in the episode, the visas is basically it's a reprieve from having to play. Right. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't remember if they yeah, explained they, the first they, episode. They basically, that. you get. Yeah, okay, they did. Okay, yeah. So. They say when the but, visa expires, you have to you have to play the play game to earn another. Or, yeah, or you will die. Yeah. Um, so. When that happened, uh, basically when the one when his friend's leg got burnt, we find out in the second episode it was actually way worse off than it originally was. Then we then like it it looked to begin with, like he he's like fucking big bedridden for a couple of days. Um, and the the guy that worked at the bar and the main character they decide to go do. They basically decided to go and do, um like another job now to try to get you know either you know try to get a longer visa for them um so that they could you know they could go out looking for looking for supplies and stuff and while the other people are doing what they're doing basically so they would have more freedom those two specifically so they're not like rushed for time so they were going to go do that this the main guy and him so they wind up going to go do that there's a whole other subplot that happens during this involving the girl, but I'm not going to get into that because I that I think that now let me that ask you better. a question. Go for it. So the visa that they earned, they earned that as a group. They have a three. They all of them have a three day visa as a group. Any 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 well any surviving participant right. earned three day visa. It's an individual so now, visa, but as a yeah. So now, if say. You said, okay, so you said the bar guy and then the one who left home, Arisoma or whatever the hell his name is. Yeah. If if they went and they participated in another game to earn another visa, would that visa only count towards those two? Just, just towards those two. Okay. But their whole purpose of going was to find a, find more allies, find like find people and find a doctor. Possibly see if they could find a doctor in the next game who could come back and look at the other guy. Right. Okay. So that was their whole that was their whole objective. So they went to go do that. Then they find out when they get there that the game is, uh, I think it's high call. Not, it's not called hide and seek. It's um, or is it called hide and seek? I can't remember. It's other. It's other. Yeah, I think it's called hide and seek. Um, and it's like uh, they meet a bunch of people, and you know, the guy explains like, oh, you know, the harder the the higher the number of the playing card, the harder the game is, and they get one of the harder games. I think it's like a nine. Um, and it's effectively, they have to find a room and there's a button in the room. They have to push a button in the room. That's it. They're in an apartment complex. They can't leave the apartment complex. They're in like a, I would say like a five or a six story apartment complex. That's it. Um, they're all unarmed. 
Uh, oh, and the funny thing is, by the way, there's a guy chasing them with the there's a guy chasing them with a with the SMG. Oh, that's good. <laughs> there's that's... a guy chasing them in like a horse mask with an SMG. Um, well, while they're trying to fucking find find this button in this room. Oh, they all split up in the groups, and this guy just starts going like basically floor to floor, chasing people and mowing them down. Uh, so you know you have that, and like I said, there's other supply. It's actually pretty, it's pretty solid. It introduces some of the other characters, like the one girl that we saw at the end of the first episode. We get to see her, and yeah, I mean, I think the second episode definitely is a better paced episode in terms of it's a little bit more fast paced. It doesn't linger too long on any like one particular like aspect of the show. All right. You get you still get character development along with backstory at the same time. Well um, I, I will I will for sure watch the next two episodes. Now how many yeah, episodes I'm in are curious. you? I I'm what, five episodes in because I haven't had a chance to watch any more of it. So I would I'm I really want to watch the third episode at least with you. I'm curious to see how that okay. goes. Well then I because, will t- I will tell you this. Let let's I will watch the second uh, second episode at some point. When I move on to the third episode, I will make sure that I watch that with you. Uh, and then we will discuss next week how I feel moving forward with this show. Okay, so to give you an idea, just to give you a rating on all the episodes listed here. So they listed as 10 episodes, or 9 episodes, or 8 episodes, 8 episodes. Eight episodes. By the way, this show got renewed for a second season like the week it came out, which is pretty interesting. So it's a Netflix show um, and only has eight episodes? Yeah, it's, it's like a mini show. It only has eight episodes. Hmm. Um, so episode one came in at five. Um, came in at five out of the eight. At a, at a, and they rated it a 7.6. I wouldn't necessarily give it that high, but I mean, I get having to set up the premise of your show it can be difficult at times. I, I understand that, especially if it's like a far off premise. I do understand that to give enough context without at the same, t- like to give you enough character development. So you kind of care about the character, but also to give enough like context of your show, especially when it's like a far off show. So especially with anything like remotely sci-fi, I usually will. If the first episode is kind of like paced weird, I usually write that off for me just because it, it is kind of hard to set up like a whole new it's kind of hard to set up an area where I, the rules are different. I will you know say that I mean? that's one of my harder things right now. Only having watched the first episode, I'm not invested in the characters. Like, I don't give two shits about these characters right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely think the second episode gives you a little bit more insight to the characters. The third episode really gives you insight to the characters, for better or for worse. Um, and then after that, I do feel like, so here, the third episode is rated is the highest rated episode of all of them right now. The third episode in, is at 8.3. The finale is at an 8.1 episode two is at an eight and then sevens at a 7.8. So the, the three weakest ones are the, according to this are, um, the fourth, fifth and sixth episode, which the, with the fifth being the least strongest episode. Which I that's where I stopped. I haven't got to that point yet. Um, but that one is all the other ones are like seven point five and higher. The that one is is a seven. So I'm curious to see how that turns out on a scale um, of ten. On a scale of ten, like on the, on the IMDb scale, people gave it that. Yeah. Uh, see, so I don't know. I give this. Know. I give this first episode like a four, four and a half. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I wouldn't go that low. Like I said, but that's because usually for the first episodes, especially for shows like where you have to set up new rules to like 
not reality, but new rules in general to like how things would work. And you have to set up characters at the same time, especially if you only have eight episodes. If you had like 20 episodes, you could set up characters more slow, right? right. But with eight episodes, I'm not going to hold it against it too much. It was paced a little weird just because I know they have to get, they have to get some character development. in, so you care about them in the first episode, at least a, a somewhat, then they have to get in their premise. So then, and then you have the actual like episode have to happen. So like assuming like 20 minutes and on each of those categories, it's going to feel weird at some point. Yeah. So, you know, so I'm going to give it a, a little bit more leniency. I probably, I'd probably maybe give it, I would give it like a seven or like a, like a six, eight or a seven in my book, the first episode, but I do feel the second and third episodes are significantly better. Um, the fourth episode is it, rated pretty low, but I found it to be okay. Uh, personally, I find it to be better than the, um, I find it to be better than the first episode, but rated wise, the first episode is better than the fourth episode. But okay. I found the th- you better well than the first again. Yeah, I'll watch. Bit. I'll watch the second episode. I'll make sure that I watch the third with you, and then yeah. we'll discuss more at the beginning of next week's SU as far as my thoughts on this show moving yeah. forward. Or whenever you want to watch the second episode. I mean, I'm uh, if I'm around, I'm I don't care. All I'm right. doing chip. So let me know. Uh, um, the next thing I want to talk about, unless you had questions about that. No, I didn't. I what you got? All right. The next thing I want to talk about. You and I both have watched Wonder Woman, the new Wonder Woman movie. We did. We we we're did. not we're not gonna do now. This is there's a reason why we're not doing an entire SU on the review of this next Wonder Woman movie. Me and Devin both agree, and, and therefore uh, we speak for SU. It was a movie. It wasn't bad, but it wasn't good either. I, I pretty it, much. It was entertaining to watch the one time I watched it. Would I watch it again? I mean, if Probably not. I, I might, if like I told Donnie, like I, I might watch it with him if well, he yeah, wants well, to sit yeah. down. If, like, I wouldn't if watch somebody it else like... wanted to, I'd yeah, sit down and yeah, watch yeah, it with him. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I'm I not going to watch it on my I own. I wouldn't watch it for like my own leisure. Yeah, like if hell, like I don't. I'm not. I'm not particularly fond of like Thor two, but like if. Thor two's on TV. Like I may not sit down and like give it my complete undivided attention. Yeah, yeah. I may not give my complete undivided attention, but I, I'm not like going to actively try to change the channel. We'll see. If Wonder Woman came in again, I probably would look for something else to watch. So, um, there, the first Wonder Woman, I'm fucking glued to my chair. Though. Like I'm, I'm, I'm there. Yeah, I'm like, all, let's go. All, okay, now hold on. I have a pre- I have a preface for that too, though. So I have a like I I have a rating system. I generally always think very optimistically about any movie I watch. Okay. Now, as far as the first Wonder Woman movie, I thought it was great. I really thoroughly enjoyed it. It's probably one of, if not my favorite DC movie, uh, except for the CGI areas at the end. I, I just can't, I can't, I, I don't know. Like I the guy, who, the guy who played the that one was not the greatest. The actor but. who played that character did not CGI well into like a massive armored person at the end. Like they could have given him a helmet. It would have been so much better. It was literally, I think the mustache that threw me off the entire time. Um, yeah, honestly, they, they didn't need to CGI him in my opinion. They didn't really need to make him giant. They could have just left him like normal size. Yeah. And just gave him like powers. Like yeah. that's fine. 
that would have worked. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, uh, yeah. well, the thing, the, the problem with that, you see, is any if you think of Ares, the god of war, you think of like this really jacked, armored person with like these massive well, weapons. Yeah, they picked like a guy in like his like mid fifties. They who... p- they picked the fucking dude from. Isn't he in Harry Potter? I think he is in Harry Potter. Pretty sure. Yeah, he. Yeah, they he, picked the dude David with the, with the little fucking mustache from Harry Potter. <laughs> Like, oh my god, like, <laughs> I mean, I love that guy, I mean, like, the guy's a good actor. I the do guy's like a good him. actor, I don't necessarily agree with the casting of him as Ares, like, I, I, that is a true statement, I said that when it first came out, too, I think I said it in the SU when it first came out, I don't know if I like him as Ares. Yeah, so, now, moving forward, I will say, you know like, they should have got us Ares, hmm. I don't know if you would have did it, Stallone. I could have saw like a Stallone. No, see, I, I wouldn't have wanted that either. <laughs> that would have been I, great for just, like no. That would have been great for a lot of bad reasons, but it would have been great. No, well, I mean, just, I let's would... just let's just throw John Cena in there, guys. Jack. I mean, John Cena is Aries. I'm down. The with Rock. That. The I'm Rock okay would have been a great Aries. Well, he's gonna be Black Adam. Yeah. Obviously, so he can't be Aries. Uh, I mean, let's see. Um, I mean, he's probably too old now for that. Ahmed Johnson. I was going to say, like, Schwarzenegger, Ahmed <laughs> Johnson. Let's go. Butterbean. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, think about Ahmed Johnson's jacked. Or at least he was. I don't know how he is anymore. Anyway. Butterbean. Butterbean is here. No, yeah, okay. Uh, so, okay. So, a lot of my, as far as um, my ratings for when we watch shows or movies, is replay value. If I would sit down and watch it again, how often I would sit down and watch it again, and under which circumstances I would sit down and watch it again. Generally speaking, if somebody like Ross or you know you came to me and said, hey, I haven't seen this movie yet, would you want to watch it with me? And I've already seen it. Generally speaking, I'll always say sure. Just so I can experience your first time watching that movie as well, and we can discuss it afterwards. Uh... There are a couple movies where that is not the case. Like if Ross came to me and was like, hey, I haven't seen X-Men Dark Phoenix. Do you want to watch that with me? Nope. I've watched that movie. It's a dog shit movie. I'm very upset that that movie was as bad as it was. I would try to talk um, actively talk you out of wanting to watch that movie. Now, when I talked <laughs> to John, John hadn't seen the new Mutants movie yet that we reviewed you know, a month ago or whatever it was. John hasn't seen that movie yet, and I told him, I was like, I I think it's very much worth a watch. I watched it on my own for SU. I watched it the next day with Rob and Donnie, and I still think I would watch it again. And I told him, I was like, it's far better than Dark Phoenix. Like, I would never watch that dog shit movie again. And then he asked me, he's like, well, what are your thoughts on, like, X-Men Apocalypse? I enjoyed X-Men Apocalypse. I think they casted Apocalypse fine. I liked the movie. You know, was it the best? No. But I think it was fine for a movie. So, and, and and John seemed to have agreed, so he's going to definitely give New Mutants a, a shot at some point. I'm curious to see what he thinks about New Mutants. Yeah, um, I mean, Apocalypse was generally fine. I just think yeah. ultimately there was no, there's no real, there was no saving the X Men that like that universe as a whole. Yeah, like that that movie had a lot of weight. They they tried to make it all work, 
and and then they brought it, out Dark Phoenix, and that literally just like they drilled a hole in the bottom of the boat with that one. <laughs> yeah, like like so. I, like the best way to describe um, Apocalypse is like the boat, like the use like the use like the boat analogy, like the boat was already taking on water. And they're like, all right, we need to patch up all the shit with this boat with this one movie to, like, make a nice, neat, like, present. And they just didn't have enough duct tape. Like, (laughs) they just didn't have enough, like... What they did was they tried to just strap life preservers to the sides of the boat to keep it afloat. Like, yeah. yeah. (laughs) You know, if you paint a turd, it's still a turd. You know, and like yeah, I'm not yeah, sound, I mean, like I'm not I'm not dogging on the X Men franchise because I love the X Men, dude. I'm a Marvel f- person through and through. I prefer Marvel over like DC. Fox. Like Fox and Fox yeah, in general. Fox just drop the ball. I feel. Um, yeah. And I I really yeah. hope that if if and when Disney does do something because they now have the rights to X Men, right? Right, which is kind of why I do feel. Uh, like, and I like New Mutants a lot. Don't get me wrong. Like, I, I when I, when I went over with like in the SU, like I'm like I like it. I think it had a couple of like tonal issues, but other than that, the movie was fine. I think it's totally a, like a fine movie to sit down and just enjoy, right? Um, no, no issues at all. It, I think it has some tonal issues, but other than that, like it's fine, right? Right. Uh, that's but that's why I think that movie had some of the issues it did have. It just because. It was released just like it got it got delayed like a thousand years, pushed back like a hundred times, and then it was just kind of like, fuck it, like release it, whatever, yeah. you know. At this just point, like it, it basically wrap, it has to get out. It, fucking ship release it. it, wrap it and ship yeah, it. Yeah, like, exactly, and, and that's kind of what it was, you know. But other than that, like it's fine. It's a it's a fine movie. Now, Wonder Woman. As I, far as I Wonder Woman like, two, Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four. Yeah, yeah, I. I again, it was fine. It was entertainment. It was entertaining the first time through. Would I watch it again? Maybe. You know, like I said, I I told Donnie I'd watch it with him. Uh, I would probably not watch it on my own again uh, for quite some time. I, it I might be one of those movies where it's like two, you know, a couple years down the road. Maybe I'll go back and rewatch it. Right. Um, I will say this. Um, if I do feel about this about that movie, if I paid for that, like if I went to the theaters to watch Wonder Woman and didn't have it through HBO, I would have, I would have hated it. I would have disliked it more than I did. Yeah. Cause you're losing money on it. Right. Yeah. Because yeah, like if, but it being basically freely available or it is technically freely available cause you can do the 30 day free trial with HBO. Now, if you don't have it, hashtag now sponsor. Um, but yeah, I mean, hashtag HBO. You should sponsor us. You. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm just, or, or you know, just you. You can. I mean, I think AT and T or Warner Brothers is Warner and AT and T. So I mean, if you want to just offer us a bag, I mean, we can just be like the official like Warner Bros podcast. Give us like you know exclusive yeah sneak peeks to like your movies. So we could fucking just review it early and be like. Actually, you know what? No, I don't even want to see PG movies. Just, just let me in in like the writers' room or like the pitch room. So when they start pitching dog shit movies that you guys let through, I can be like, "Listen, listen." No, don't even, don't even raise your voice. Just kind of scoff in the background. 
Just throw out like a chuckle when somebody throws out a dog shit idea. No, no, just do like the uh, just do like the old therapist move. Just like look at him, slowly nod your head, and just start writing something down. They're like, "Why are you writing that down? I'm not talking to you." And you just look back up at him and just keep writing. Yeah, like, yeah. What are you writing? Uh, <laughs> I will say that this movie has cemented, and I've seen somebody's already made a meme about it at this point. Um, <laughs> super super villains always end up. They always have that same trope of wearing glasses and getting fucking paperwork knocked out of their hands. Like they turn Cheetah into Catwoman, and I don't like it. <laughs> they turn Cheetah. Okay, they turn Cheetah into Cat. They rehashed. They basically. And I. Uh, okay, so this is a whole nother set of problems. Okay, well, before you get into the origin of Cheetah through what they did, do you happen to know? Can you share with me? the actual origin of Cheetah? He has a couple. She's one of the ones I don't know much about. But Cheetah Cheetah would have should have and would have been a totally fine villain on her own in her on her own. But all like I know is before she got turned she was a nerdy woman who wore oversized glasses and she got all of her papers knocked out of her hand by somebody bumping into her. Uh, who was it? Jim, Jim Carrey, her... same thing before he became the she, Riddler. She's, she's, I mean, technically Catwoman in the t- in the awful, possibly the in, worst in the in the uh, Catwoman. Are you talking about um in Halle Berry's Michelle, Catwoman? Yeah. Oh, Hall- Halle Berry's Catwoman. I was gonna say yeah. Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman. Same thing. She wore oversized no, glasses. That. I was talking about the Halle Berry's Catwoman. She was like legitimately a nerd and like fell into like a experiment, or she got killed. I forgot. Yeah, I, but I forgot did someone knock woman. papers out of her hands? Because uh, this has been an ongoing trope in a lot of sure. movies. I'm pretty sure. But so she just had a couple of interesting like origin stories. Like her original origin story, if I'm not mistaken, was she's so she's a British archaeologist who was empowered by a plant god, giving her the ability to turn into a ravenous cannibalistic cheetah. Um, by but plants, she was origi- yeah, she was originally born as an heiress of a vast fortune in Nottinghamshire. Um, Barbara Nerva's life would change dramatically uh, following an expedition she led into a dense African jungle. She was searching for a legendary lost city of. I'm not even going to try to pronounce Urz Cardigan of the Urz Cardigan tribe. Um, but on her adventure, her team was betrayed by their guides. The native Urz Cardigans ambushed them with Lee Minerva and the other Dr. Tom Levins escaping uh, alive into, into a nearby river. Uh, that's when she basically washed ashore. Blah, blah, blah. Shit happened. And she got turned into Cheetah. The, that's one. Like huh? All I said was cats don't like water. That's like one origin story. Then we had, let's see. Let me see. Let me close the window on the tree. Yeah. Then originally, I think she was turned by like a magic mirror. Uh, she's had like a she's had a lot of origin stories, right? Well, like, see in in the movie, the most the most let me see the the newest one was let's see, not having known her origin story going into it, I didn't think that her origin in the movie was too outrageous. It wasn't bad. I just 
she she I don't know why they tied her powers to a second villain in the movie. Like Cheetah literally can go toe to toe with Wonder Woman in the comics. Like she can go toe to toe with her strength speed. The only difference is she can't fly. That's literally the only difference. But like strength and speed, everything else, like she's pretty much toe to toe with Wonder Woman for the most part completely. Um, I don't understand why. why they decided to tie her in with they didn't really need a second person in the movie i think it would have been better if it had been like a legit cheetah movie just like erase the second villain or have him be like a side villain because even in like even in the comic books maxwell lord is not like he's he's a villain and he's like a threat but he's just like and he's just like a, a rich business, guy that yeah, gets he's just hand- a businessman He's just a rich guy that gets his hands on shit. Like, that's well, actually, didn't he, like, didn't he get... Isn't one of his things, like, he gets the power to kind of, like... I, I want to almost say, like, influence people's minds and thoughts. Yeah. He eventually gets the powers... And didn't they have him in like, Supergirl? Yeah, I think they did. Wasn't he, like, the, the rich prick guy who always pretended to help out and he tried to, like, frame... Supergirl for a bunch of bad shit. Yeah, that Maxwell yeah. his power is always is always like so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is, it is, it is. They had it there for like a second. He was like that. I think it was like in the first season. He was like that douchey guy in the first season. Um, but yeah, yeah. No, like he's always had the power of um, like not always, but I mean, his power recently has pretty much just been like like psychic persuasion. Um, and he just gets his hands on shit. Like it's never. I don't understand. Yeah, he they literally made him a genie at this point. Yeah, like, I don't understand why they had to bring him in at all, honestly. Like, it should have just been a Cheetah movie. Have, you know, have, have Barbara be like an archaeologist. They get, like, a mysterious stone or something. She examines it, and she, she, she gets fascinated with it. She starts trying to, like, unlock its secrets or whatever. And then it winds up turning her into Cheetah, but also, like, corrupts her, like, at the same time. Like... Right cool or because she's never like wonder woman so have her be you know instead of having Wonder Woman be like the whole like secret savior have her be or have her try to emulate like wonder woman the secret savior or whatever at this point and she's like she doesn't fuck up but like she doesn't get the same like respect and like that wonder woman gets like when she says people people run into fear and shit from her so then she's kind of pissed off about it and then she tries to fight like wonder woman but then her in her and Diana had like a friendship, and then you know it beca- it's like that that now, like climactic moment of like her realizing the friendship, and then like what do I do? Now but let me then, ask like, you a question. Too far gone to like the animal side. Go for it. In the movie, she does get these powers, and then like the guy who ends up becoming the stone or like the genie thing. Yep. Kind of gives kind of gives her more power, like, more rage and more power. And that's where she she gets a lot of, like, the feline, like, she, she gets her fur. You know, she becomes she becomes like a cheetah. Yeah. And then her and Wonder Woman fight and whatever, and then like by, by the end of the movie, she goes back to looking like normal and not looking like a cheetah. Yeah, because she rescinded her wish. Does that mean that she, well, she, I don't think she ever did rescind her wish. I think she did with no I Maxwell. The, the Maxwell Lord rescinded his wish, right? Which I think in, in inadvertently rescinded her wish. 
She no, she never gave up her wish. No, 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 no. I get that, but I'm saying with him rescinding the wish, it put everything. So does that back. mean she's just now powerless it. again, and then there's just no cheetah in the universe? I honestly, with the way they wrote it, I don't know. Honestly, I really don't know. And you know, I, I want to say no. I want to say yes. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't like it. I didn't understand the concept of what Maxwell Lord's purpose was in the movie like he was making he was giving he was granting people wishes so his thing was you want me to be truthfully honest hold on, the only reason hold why on, they had him hold do what on, he did hold on his purpose was when he became the stone he would come up to you make you wish for something he would grant it to you but then he would as the monkey paw take what you most desired and wish essentially for himself power, influence, this, that, and the other thing. And he just got more and more powerful, like exponentially, but it was killing him. But it was also, he, he would just like, okay, well, I wish for his health. I wish for that person's health. And it, he was keeping himself alive through other people's wishes. But I don't know what his end game was. I don't. He, like, he was his end game just a hard reset on the universe? Like I don't really know what his end game was. I don't think he really had one that was really like like he was involving him and his son, but like I it, it I don't believe it ultimately it was a it was a it was pretty in, it was a pretty stupid insignificant thing, like ultimately. But if I'm being completely honest, the only reason why he, the only reason why he existed was to bring back Chris Pine. Which like, that the was another why thing. That in, the okay. only reason why that entire plot line existed was to bring back Chris Pine. Now that was another thing. First off, I hate movies where it's like, oh, all of this shit happens, and then you just rewind time and none of that shit happened. Uh, and this is this, this is coming from a supernatural fan, people. True, true statement. Now, I don't, I don't understand. I don't appreciate. And I didn't care for the fact that. They brought back Chris Pine mid-movie. It wasn't even super early on. It was kind of like beginning to mid. So it was like a quarter of the way through the movie. They brought back they brought back Chris Pine. He stayed for like uh maybe a third of the movie. And then she rescinded her wish and he vanished. Because she was losing her powers, having him around, and then he GTFO'd. She got her powers back and won the movie, and he's gone still. So I don't understand the whole point of even bringing him back. Like that was your creative process was bring him back so she could lose her powers, so then she could give him up all over again. Like I, I don't know. I didn't care for it. I hundred percent agree. Not my favorite. Not my favorite. Not my favorite movie. <laughs> not, yeah. not my favorite premise at all. Um, um, well, that being said, me and Devin, I, I don't even know what you would rate it, but I, I, again, I would watch it if somebody else asked me to. I would give it. I would, I would not give do it, it on my own accord. I would give it. I'd give it like a five or a six. It was yeah, I'm probably gonna give it probably about a five. Um, very, very middle of the road movie. Like I said again, if if, if I paid for it. I'd be more upset. Now, we're hovering right around the 50-minute mark. I have one more question for you, sir. Ask away, sir. 
So I've been watching a lot of this other show. Now, I've been a big fan of this show since it started. Called Impractical Jokers. Yeah. Uh, I, I love the show. I think it's hilarious. It's something that I've always wanted to do with a close group of friends. Like that type of thing. Um, are you familiar with the show? I vaguely, yeah. Okay, so it's essentially four, four friends... Uh, they issue each other, like, there's challenges that they do throughout the episode uh, to score either a thumbs up, thumbs down. And then I think it's like three to four challenges per episode. And then whoever has the most thumbs downs gets punished. And they have to do something outlandish. Uh, and they're, they all made us a, a pact when they, when they started this, cause they did, they've been doing this since high school or whatever. They all made a pact and like a, a, an agreement that whoever is getting punished, you're incapable of saying, no, you have to do it. Like, that's just the agreement. Um, obviously these are your friends, so they're not going to put you into like life or death situations. Like where you could seriously get mutilated or something, but they do get pretty hard on each other. Um, now these challenges rain from anywhere from like some of the ones I watched today, going up to a person in a park and just start dancing in front of them, but you have to get them to dance with you with you without saying anything. Um, other ones are like they'd be. Uh, working at a local white castle and they have to do whatever their people in the back are telling them to do to the customer that they're dealing with. Uh, so on and so forth. And if you can't do it, you get a thumbs down. Um, now my question is, cause that's kind of hard. Like it, it definitely is, is much easier because they all, they're all from New York. Uh, do you think that that could be converted into something where people who don't live in the same city could do something similar? I mean, I think it's possible. I think it, logistically, I think it does get a little more difficult because then you're doing something on the lines of like you have to record everything, but then that right. gets more complicated with like if you're video recording somebody doing something or like you're playing a joke on somebody you then have to get like release forms legally for like them to like especially if you're going to show it somewhere or something like that right you have to get release forms to make sure they're okay with being seen it's there's more involved in it for like i guess like an independent small thing if you're like doing a tv show like it can be done but i think it's more now, what, if, what, doable, if, but what if you're not? What if you're not doing it to show anybody, and you just wanted? You're purely doing it for the enjoyment and fun of doing it. Uh, I mean, it still technically depends on the laws of the state you're in. Some states require, even if you're like just filming, like a some states are like so technically strict. Like if you're filming a home movie, like you're filming your kid at the beach. If somebody else shows up in that movie, like and you don't tell them, like they could theoretically sue you for it. Really? Um. Yeah, because some some like some things are two party states. So in order to be like to be filmed or recorded audio on tape, you have to have consent on both. So if like you're at the beach and like there's somebody like five feet next to you or in front of you, and you're recording them, and they see you recording them, and let's say they're talking about whatever they're talking, it doesn't matter what they're talking about. If they don't consent and you refuse to put the camera away, technically, like they it could become a legal matter, and they would have the right. 
from my understanding of it. So, I mean, it just really depends on your state. Like, some states are one-party state where, like, only one person has to agree to be recorded in the conversation, which I find is kind of funny because it's like, well, if I'm the conversation, like, if I want to record someone secretly and you're just like, well, I consent to recording you secretly before I show up to this place. <laughs> like, it, it's basically no laws. But, you know, but some states, like, require, like, two par- like, both parties have to be okay with being recorded. So, I mean, I think logistically it does get difficult at times, but it's not like it's it boils down to like one, do people care, especially like in this day and age, like with cell phones and people going around doing everything like I don't think too many people care too much unless you're recording them in like an intimate moment or like they're talking about something very like, you know, private. Like, I don't think too many people care. So I think it's doable, but there are. You know, there are reasons why it could become difficult, I guess the best way to put it. Right. Why are you trying to loop us into doing impractical jokers, Webby? Kind of, I've wanted to do something like this with people for a long ass time. The only problem is I don't think, uh, I don't think half you guys would go as far as I would. Like, I, you, I like, you I, mean by that? like, <sighs> even if it was just like saying something to somebody, like, Donnie's flat out said he he wouldn't do it. It's like, well, you know, like saying what? I don't just anything, just anything. Like just. I mean, I guess it depends on what it is. Like, I'm not gonna go ruin somebody's day. Well, no, like, but, but I mean, uh, like I can't even give an example at this moment. And then, like Anthony, he had said to us one time, where, uh, like, if we had a, if we if we did something where every time somebody said a very specific word. He just had to like wave his hands in the air like crazy and just yell like woo like 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 uh, I think we were referencing Pee Wee's Playhouse like the word of the day. Uh, but if he was like going out shopping or something and somebody said that word, he'd have to stop and do that for. And he's like, I'd never do that. It's like, huh? Well, yeah, nothing would stop me from doing it. Especially if it, I mean, was, like, if it was like a challenge or if it was like a contest between I mean, between I friends, mean, yeah, something like I mean, something like that. Like, yeah, like I have no problems with that. Something like that. I mean, like something that would borderline get me like arrested or something like like invoking clay. Like, hey, walk up to this random person and be like, I hit you in the shitter. Like, yeah, maybe not that. Just because I don't want to get arrested, especially in this day and age. Um, but like past that like there's really not too much like that would be off the table for me if anything at all right but other than that i mean you know like what it is what it is like i'm i'm always cool, down to do something cool like that even if it's even if it's not like a long-term thing it's like whatever like i'm down i don't care i just don't go anywhere to do shit to anybody like, I don't, like, a, like a, a lot of the ones that they do on a practical jokers like i was laughing earlier they they pose as um uh, focus group people, and so they'll ask. They'll they'll have like one or two people come in or whatever, and then they'll just ask a series of random questions. But then, like, so the first couple questions seem pretty normal, but then the rest of the questions are written by the other people. So, like, theoretically, like, if I was sitting down asking questions to these people the first ones would be a couple you know normal and then the other ones would be written by like you donnie rob etc and they could be they could be anything and like like q who's one of the ones on the show 
one of his questions, like he had asked some pretty weird ass fucking questions and he made it through. He was, he was doing fine. The one he couldn't ask was he flipped the page up and he took the thumbs down. But the question was, would you buy a baby on the black market? If the price was fair, (laughs) it's like, I'd have no problem asking that question. Like, I don't know. But I don't know. It, it just it just seems entertaining in it not even in like a TV format, just in like a personal a personal way. And uh, yeah, I just I have a feeling like out of all of the people I know in especially distractions, I feel like you are the only other one who would remotely do any of well, these I've things. Said, I've said a thousand times, like, I have no shame. Like, yeah, I I, that's the thing is, I don't either. But, like, I feel like Donnie and Rob really do. Um, so. But, yeah, that's why I asked. I, I, don't, I don't know if it's possible to do when we're on, when we're all not in the same state. Thing like that. But, uh, with that being said, we're hit, we've hit our hour mark, so we can end the episode. Is there anything else you want to talk about? No, I'm good. I think I think All we're right. good. I'm so good. you good? We, we covered Wonder Woman. We covered the fucking the weird ass Alice in Borderland show. Alice in Borderland. Um, we're gonna come back next week and mention a little bit about that after I've watched the next couple episodes of that. Um, next week, I think about something special to do for next week's with it being our 200th episode, as far as I'm aware of. Uh, I have an idea, but it would involve some work from on us from on our ends. Well, we can discuss it. Uh, so with that, uh, do we have a life advice with Devin? Um, we do. Um, it, I'm, I'm going to rehash some life advice that I gave you guys earlier in the week. Um, that life advice is, remember, anything can be a dildo if you're brave enough. Well, I mean, okay, yeah, I don't remember this conversation at all. Oh, so remember, you you liked it. I I, I sent it over. To you. Oh, fucking, man, this, chat. I this, week's, like, this week's been rough. I've been sick at the beginning part of this week, and like I've literally yeah, been in a semi coma. Like, yeah, you hearted it. I sent it over. I sent it in the crow chat. I was like, uh, what do I say? I gotta scroll up here. <laughs> I think it was in the crow chat. Let me see. Yep, it was on Monday. Life advice for the day. Anything you can do, though, if you're brave enough. Yep, you're right. <laughs> uh, I threw little laughing faces down. Uh, Did you watch the video I sent after that? I. Um, no, you would the love one that where video. the kid scares the dad. You would love that video. All right, well, I will open the video, but not look at it yet, because it's going to be played over SU that way. Gotcha. Uh, My life advice is an oldie but a goodie. Kiss. Keep it simple, stupid. That's it. Uh, We do not have a Rob this week, therefore we do not have a science corner with Rob this week, and I do not have a science thing in mind. Uh, 
I can't think of anything sciencey right now. Did you know every day? Did you know every day the collective IQ of the population drops two points? That is that. I mean, it, it sounds. Is, right. it, is that a fact or is it not? I don't know. Uh, tweet at Rob. Tweet if you, at he can Professor underscore X on, on Twitter. Twitter, and he he can answer it next week on whether or not I'm. You know what? All of, all of you guys all. listening, I challenge each and every one of you to go on Twitter and message or tweet at confessor underscore X and ask him a random science question just out of the blue. Uh, I want to, I want Rob to get a bunch of tweets and then I want him to be like, why am I getting these tweets all of a sudden? Um, all right. So with that being said, you gave life advice, Devin, where can people find you on the internet? Find me on Twitter at DMP underscore Pookie and on Twitch at MrD3. And as always, you can find me on eBay. Um, seeing how brave I am. Well, uh, as always, everybody, thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. Thank you for commenting. Uh, if you have any questions, feel free to reach out. Uh, we have various ways of getting in touch with us. Those ways with me, some of which you guys can follow me on Twitter. At Jax Forest Walker, all one word. On Twitch at DM Webby. On Instagram at Patrick.Webster52. And if you're really smart, you can decipher with those clues how to find me on things like Facebook and other platforms, I'm sure. Um, And as always, you guys can follow me on Twitter at LookingForDevin. On Twitter or on eBay? On eBay at LookingForDevin. I'm sorry. God, I'm so used to saying the beginning part of this. My mind is broken. Anyway, we love you, we love you guys. Stay safe and fuck Booster Gold. Booster Gold. Oh, by the way, listeners and Devin, I'm not exactly sure when, but I'm going to have a little treat for you guys as far as SU goes. In the near future. Better, 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 better.